Hello everyone, welcome back to the Harsh Reality Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Snow, and we're about to get into something. But before we do, I want to let everyone know that uh, these are my thoughts coming from uh, my brain. Nobody else's. Um, Also that I try to avoid this subject because... I try to pride myself on being honest and doing things like a good way, you know. Um, I'm not the type to really uh, look for attention or, or talk about something simply because uh, it's trending, because it's out right now. That's not that's not me. That's not what the podcast is about. If you've been watching the podcast or listening to the podcast for a while, then you know um, honesty really is the only way to go over here and I avoided this specific topic knowing that it would get me a lot of views a lot of listens a lot of eyes on me but I avoided it because it wasn't the way I wanted to go but um after getting a lot of emails a lot of emails about this and a lot of uh messages about why I haven't talked about it, I decided to uh, to think about talking about it, you know, the subject, I want to say. I thought about it really hard and heavy, um, but um, I like to have all the facts, at least some of the facts together before I want to paint a picture for someone. I want to make sure I have all the brushes and make sure I have everything ready before I just really dig into a certain topic or situation. Um, you haven't guessed by now, the topic is Daniel Hernandez, or uh, Takashi69. Um, here's my take on the situation. Now this, once again, this these are my thoughts. Okay, these are no one else's. But, I'm not sure when this kid... I'm not sure when people really thought he was really about that life. I think the problem with hip-hop or the problem with just life in general is we all want to, or some of us want to, like, live our raps or what we talk about. And I think people want to believe him, like, so bad that this little rainbow-haired kid was really, really anything more than just using other people's words, a clout chaser. People really want to believe, like, he's really really got the stiffy uh, <laughs> uh i kind of fuck with that song but people really thought you know he's really about that life and that's the problem with hip-hop and just make it a little narrower the problem with hip-hop is that um these artists want to live their raps so bad they want to believe that they're like this and they want to believe it so bad that they can get others to believe that they're really about this life as well even though they're clearly not, and their background clearly doesn't show that they are, we want to believe that everything they're saying is real. Because you grew up on hip-hop being street, or being um, being rough, being from, the, being from the gutter, you feel me, and uh, the zoo, pretty much. So, um, and the thing is, even his own crew knew that Takashi 
wasn't about the life. Shoddy himself has said, oh, yeah, I kind of knew he'd flip or something. In a sense, he kind of said, oh, I'm not really mad at him. Because he knew he wasn't really about, he knew Daniel Hernandez was not really about that life. Not really. So, if you haven't guessed this about the conspiracy theory, I've seen people touch on it, but I'm not really sure they've they connected some dots like I have at least. I hope I could bring like something new to the subject. But um if if you've already known this, you know, feel free to message me and tell me like, oh, we all knew that already. He's saying old shit, you know. In that case I'll just stick to relationship podcasts and self improvement. <laughs> but let's get into this. Um so I want to start at square one. Square one's Daniel Hernandez. You know, he uh, had a rough childhood. Grew up with what I believe to be two brothers. And I'll have to probably fact check this. But I believe he grew up with two brothers. Um, and a mom. His father did die at a young age. Not too far from his house. And he did get PTSD and depression from this and start acting out such and such we all know this story how it goes you know the the life or whatever selling drugs or gang banging or whatever the media wants to paint him as like a troubled a troubled kid you know but but a kid nonetheless not a 22 year old grown man that can make his own decisions but a kid so i'm not going with the media thinking this 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 kid's a kid now, given the fact that I am also 22 until two hours from now, I'll be officially 23. Um, but um, I'm going to call him a kid simply because a man, I want to say I wouldn't get wrapped up in these situations or whatever. Me in particular, I wouldn't get wrapped up, especially if I'm making good money like he was. But, um,. Fuck it, I'm going to stop uh, tiptoeing around the subject. Alright. I think this boy was an informant all along. There we go. I said it. I thought he was from the jump street. I was the only one not really buying into his his act. Everyone else might have been buying into it. Might have believed like, oh, they're really about it or whatever. But me, I was always like, yo, something's off about this whole situation. Something's off about this kid. Like, how did he get stripes? To just call shots. I mean, yeah, with money, you kind of get a certain amount of juice that come with money in general. Like, money kind of give you that certain kind of, that kind of, that kind of sauce, you feel me, that, that you wouldn't get outside of not having money. Like, you can't send a hit if you don't have no bread. It was, it was there we go. Um, but I never believed this. And I told everyone, I was like, can he make a, a song that I, I would like? Like, yeah. He can make a song. But do I believe any of what he is saying? No. Like, who... What work did this kid put in to have everyone believing him from Jump? Now, I believe that Treyway had many, many informants the whole time. Because how else would this this kid... There, this young man, I don't want to be disrespectful, but this young man, just out the blue it feels like, 
become get that rank enough to even send shooters to actually do that like out the blue unless he had someone that co-signed him in from the jump so i believe there was at least two or three in the crew now they haven't divulged exactly who those people are but i believe there was at least two or three already from prior cases because they've been trying to, the FBI have been trying to get Treyway or Treyway gangsters or whoever they are for a couple years now. They've been trying to get them on criminal enterprise. That's what they've been trying to get them on. That's that's what the, uh, that's the FBI's goal. Okay? That's the FBI's goal. Um, but the more... The more things started happening to this kid, it was like every every week it felt like, every every month or something like that. The more I had to look at it with the side eye, like, hmm, this is interesting. But let's keep going with this. I'm going to keep feeding into it. I'm going I'm to choose to believe that, you know, whatever's happening is happening out the blue because of this kid's. I keep calling him a kid. I, I don't know why, but you know, I don't, I don't give a shit anyway. Kid, we'll say kid. I don't care, whatever. But um, all these things are happening out the blue, you know, just random. Like the uh, the Fifi shooting. I mean, he got shot up or something like that. Now, I'm not sure people watch a lot of movies. I think a lot of you guys watch a lot of movies. <laughs> But bullets are fast. You don't even see bullets. That's how fast they are. And you mean to tell me. Like he was in two shootings at. And like uh, Times Square. There was a shooting at Times Square. That he had sent someone to shoot. And of course there's no bodies involved. There's no there's no homicides. Alright but we're going to talk about the Fifi shooting. Directly. People shot he got shot up there's a shooting now i'm no genius bullets move faster than i can see than any of us can see so there's nothing wrong with the gun there's something wrong with the aim or the intent of the person behind the gun so bullets don't really miss in a sense the person who's aiming misses Bullets do not miss. If they hit a wall, they hit the wall. Whether there was a target to begin with, I don't believe there was. I think that was organized. I think a lot of this stuff was mostly organized. But the Times Square shooting, um, what people don't understand is like, there still have not been any bodies. You mean there's been two shootings so far? And he's been involved in both those shootings in a sense, in some way. And nobody's dropped. Now, if you haven't fired a gun before, as, as easy as movies make it look, it, it's really hard. <laughs> like, it, like, you can shoot a gun, yeah, sure. But aiming it, someone shot in the air for, for both of these probably. Or they missed intentionally and only did it to just stir up some more shit. Okay. Um, why I thought he was informant from 
from the get-go was that most, what most people also don't realize is that informants can do crimes. They can they can do crimes, all right? Informants like they can do stuff. They they can sell with with the FBI knowing that knowing that they're about to distribute whatever narcotic or whatever thing or whatever guns are going to traffic or something like that. As long as they're aware of the situation, like informants can do it. And you think that the FBI is above bending the law when they bent the law to get this kid even in this gang. Now, Takashi was an informant. Now, let's get that out the way. We're going to make that perfectly clear. This 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 kid was an informant. Now, was it intentionally? Like, I don't, know, I don't like how I said that. But was it intentional? Like him intentionally being an informant? Who knows? Was the informant by accident? I highly doubt it. <laughs> like... You you know what you're doing at this point. That Breakfast Club interview showed me a lot about this kid. I when I pay attention to people, I don't I pay attention to their words, but also how they react to certain things. He was not reacting how a person his age or my age who just discovered that they're popping a year ago would react to some of the questions Charlemagne and DJ Envy were asking him. So that showed me he's a lot smarter than he was letting on to begin with. That means he knew some stuff. Not sure if he didn't taught him this stuff. I'm not sure if he just picked this up from from the rap game in general. But it showed me that this kid knew something about something. Even if it wasn't very much, he knew something. What kind of was like the... I want to say like the, the, really mo- the milestone in this conspiracy was that I look online and all I see reporting it is TMZ, Shade Room, Double XL, Mag, Genius, and a few other urban media outlets. That's very interesting to me. Now, after doing further research, I did find that New York Times to report on it, which makes sense for them to report on Takashi. But I didn't see any of this stuff on the news unless it was TMZ. Or unless it was like complex. Fucking complex? Urban as it gets? I think whoever had... whoever Whoever's agenda this is, I do not know. And I do not want to tell you. At least not right now. But whoever... Whoever agenda this is, put... These media outlets... They gave them the information to put out knowing that... Latino, Hispanic, and black neighborhoods would see this information. And majority of the rap game is Hispanic and black. There are white people in hip-hop, naturally. But if you look, the majority of them are Hispanic and black. This is very telling to me. And the fact that these... Yeah, I get they're trying to sell... They're trying to sell. Trying to sell the story. But even professionals have integrity. Or they should at least. These media outlets release them with crazy titles like Snitch 9. Ooh, it Treyway or whatever. Tells on the whole gang. I know you're trying to sell. 
but I would expect a little bit more discretion when you're naming these damn titles, at least. But no. You're planting the seed inside of these communities that, yeah, this kid is a snitch. And what bothered me most why I didn't report on it, because I saw a lot of people saying, oh man, he really snitched, oh wow. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, he did. Where do we go from here? That is always my question. Where do we go from here? It's never like, oh, he snitched. Okay. It's like, no, no, no. He snitched. But why? But how? Where do we go from here? Where did this story begin? I'm always trying to find the beginning. And if... I think the world would be a lot simpler place if people just saw whatever you put in front of them and chose to accept it as what you told them it was. But that's not me. <laughs> that's not what this podcast is about. It's not about that at all. Um, what, also, what also was really telling was the fact that the marshals picked him up. Now, they picked him up because he was in fear, or they were in fear for his life. They said if this if, that if this young man was out on the street any longer, that he he would die, he would get killed. Now, did I think that they just had all the information they needed, and then they just decided to scoop their informant up? Yes, we have everything. Yo, you know what time it is. It's time to go. You did your job. Here's the real hard part you gotta deal with. Here's here's the troubling part you gotta you gotta sit with forever. So they snatched him up, and I didn't see anything on that either. I saw it on TMZ. <laughs> I saw it on TMZ though. I sure as heck didn't see it on uh, CNN or some other other wildly known news anchor. Like you feel what I'm saying? I didn't see it on that. I saw it on TMZ though. Oh yeah, I saw it on TMZ. And it didn't help that DJ Academics was posting everything this 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 kid was doing at the time. <laughs> so it's like, you mean to tell me that DJ Academics who once again mostly posts for the entertainment of people in hip hop and who makes the majority of hip hop again? Exactly. You mean CNN can't get coverage on this? You mean I couldn't even find out this? And I, my ears were to the streets, you feel me? I was listening. I was out listening for it. And I still didn't see it. I watched CNN every day almost. At this time, I didn't see anything about this young man. Maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe it only showed on like certain times, certain channels or something like that. Maybe, you know, maybe if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Alright, if I'm wrong, someone message me and tell me, like, oh, here it is, give me a timestamp or something. But I don't recall seeing anything about this. And you'd think this would be a, be important to make the news like that. I mean, big time rapper, he's popping now, you know, anything he touches gets a million views. Any story this young man touches gets about a million views. To me, that's popping. Why wouldn't the news report on this? Exactly. I don't know either. 
<laughs> but the fact that these were the only ones posting about it is very telling to me. And I don't know everyone that owns all these urban news uh, news broadcasting sites. I don't know who owns them. But that tells me that there's an agenda. That's what that tells me. But back to this. So they scoop him up because they are afraid for his life. Because they are thinking like, yo, or at least that's what they're telling us, that, yo, you're about to die. They're they getting ready to, to, do, to, to put, put that work in on you. And so they scoop him up, take him to the facility. They then move him because there are threats to his life. Threats to his life in prison. I could believe that. This sounds like some normal stuff in prison. <laughs> some real normal things are occurring. Okay, he's a big time superstar. You should put him somewhere anyway. He shouldn't be in general population. And you would have us think that this young man, this is before the snitching stuff came out. Now it's like you would have us think that this young man who was just talking about having guns and AKs is afraid of some prison stuff. That's how they paint the picture that, okay, they slowly break down his image over time. Because first he's with Treyway. And then he can't be with Treyway. He can't even say it on a song anymore. Court ordered. Can't even say Treyway on a song. That's the first step. They broke down his 6 dying character. They were trying to make him back to Daniel Hernandez. To garner sympathy. So first they start off with, he can't be with Treyway. He can't be associated with Bloods. That paints the narrative, okay. Then we find out, oh, he fired everybody. Because they were stealing from him. If they were, or they weren't. I do not know. I do not know if they were stealing from him at all. Period. Maybe it's a conflict of interest. Maybe just sometimes a beef of management. It happens. Okay. Move on. But then they paint the narrative that they are stealing from him. Six Nine works hard for his money. And these people are stealing from him? Oh, I cut them off too. This is what everyone is saying. Feeling sorry for him. Even a little bit. He's starting to go back to Daniel Hernandez. Then the Fifi shooting happens. If I'm not sure, I'm not sure if the timeline is correct on this, but someone please feel free to fact check me because once again, I'm not sure if this is correct or not. But then the shooting, it's like, oh, goodness. Someone is after 6-9. Or he's almost Daniel at this point. Someone's after him. People are shooting around him. Around him is the main thing. Around. Because like I said, bullets do not miss their intended targets. Unless the person meant for them, meant for the bullets to miss. And I, my guess is it's just not. If he pissed off some bloods, okay. These are people I expect to have been put work in who know how to shoot a gun. They know how to shoot a gun. They also 
must know how to miss if they are bloods they're not missing you that whole that whole strip should have been lit up with bullets um but yes back down to daniel because we're still gonna break daniel down daniel gets snatched up he's in fear for his life he just cut off his crew he, they, can't, they can't get any more money off him because they were exploiting this innocent boy to begin with. Right? What a shame. So, now we know why they're mad. Now, this is an excuse to pick him up for the news, at least, or whoever is going to report on this. They're angry. He can't give them no more money. He's not with them no more. He's not down for the set like he ever was. Gotta put that work in on them. So they snatch him up as an excuse to cut the case over. Because <laughs> after that, we didn't hear no more about Treyway. For a minute, we didn't hear nothing about Treyway. Now, because I am the same age as this young man, they did not need to not, not report anything about his situation. Unless they did not want this, this information out to the public. They did not need to... I want to say, I'm trying to word it really carefully here. They did not have to keep him quiet for so long. He's just an, he's just telling. Plenty of people have told in the past. Okay? But the fact that they kept him so quiet as a mouse told me they were just building suspense for this story. <laughs> they were really trying to set the mood a little bit. For whatever reason. For whoever's agenda. Um, but. That was really telling to me. That it's been months and I haven't heard nothing about this case. DJ Academics was all over this, this, this kid's nuts. And you mean to tell me you don't know a single thing? You don't know? Y'all were best friends. Or at least exploiting each other for mutual benefit. We'll call it that. That's what a friendship is kind of but there's the excuse to snatch up poor innocent daniel there's the narrative that whoever has the agenda is trying to paint simple flip simple story kid kid grows up a little bit rough kid gets in that gang life kid no it kid gets popping then kid gets into that gang life gang turns on him after he leaves them gang tries to kill said person they kidnap said person there's your excuse to flip and most people are like oh well i wouldn't um most people agree some people agree with that and i can see why because that is how it's been painted to you and it's really simple for you not to dig deeper a friend of mine, Tiffany, said, you know, fact is sometimes stranger than fiction. Because if this story is true, or what I'm saying is even remotely even close to true, this is insane. The thinking behind it is just unreal. So, kid, uh, kid then leaves set. Set now angry tries to kill kid K 
kidnaps Kid, then tries to kill him after he gets away. So he gets away, then they try to kill him. If they weren't going to kill him then, <laughs> is the question. Which I do believe they were. That's the only thing I can kind of agree. They they might have actually killed killed that kid. If they had succeeded with the night they had planned. Maybe. Just maybe. Or maybe he would have been saved. We'll never know. We'll never know now. But, boom. Perfect excuse to flip him. Given all this information, like, bro, they're fucking your baby moms. They tried to kill you. Why not just flip? That's the story they would have us believe that they, this is what they gave to him to get him to flip as easy as he did. If they're trying to kill you, you're still going to tell on them? These people are trying to kill you. You must have felt real safe with them FBI agents. They couldn't save you from the kidnapping. <laughs> you must feel really safe around them. Like you're one of them. In a sense. And I saw a lot of people saying, oh, I would not, I wouldn't tell if that was me. I'm like, a lot of people say that. They would not tell, you know. Honestly, a real man wouldn't be in a situation in the first place to really fuck up all that good money he was making. So, that's me. I wouldn't be in the situation in the first place. It's like, would I have told? If this was a cut and dry case, you know, simple as I just said. I might have, like anybody else. I'm, I'm, well, I'm going to admit that I might have, might, given all if all the information is legit leading up to this point. And lots of other people are saying, "Oh, I wouldn't have told." And I think you're lying. <laughs> you're lying to yourself. Cause I know better. I know better. I know people. I know people enough that when the chips are down, you know. Someone go fold, man. Someone go fold. That's just how it is. I'm not sure who folded first, but somebody gonna fold in this motherfucker. I don't know who though, <laughs> but that's just how it goes. That's what the FBI counts on flipping at least one of you guys. If they can flip at least most of you, shoot, they've already won. They can flip one, it's done. All only thing that one person has to do is tell the rest of y'all and admit to what they did. And of course, you know, in exchange for, you know, cooperating, you know, he gets a linear sentence. He'll be out in, what, 2020? He didn't really do any jail time. Didn't no prison time, really. This is time served. <laughs> this is basically time served. He's going to spend, after this whole case is done in January, he's going to spend, spend that little bit more time in jail or prison. If he's in prison, prison. If it's jail, I don't know. Sorry. Prison. He's going to spend that time there. Because that's just time served. Like, oh, we, we got to give you something, man. So so here you go. And then what really was like the icing on the cake for me was I heard he's skipping out on protective custody. Now, TMZ, of course, because we're going to keep going back to TMZ reported that 6ix9ine is in fear for his family's safety. If I am in fear for my family's safety, I am taking protective custody to keep them safe. 
because I care about their safety. And I know that if I roll on some some real ones, they don't care whose daughter or sister or mom they shoot up because it's not their mom. But if I care about my family's safety, we're going into protective custody to make sure that we stay that way. The only way I wouldn't is if I had some some kind of wild card. If I had some kind of self-insurance behind me. Making sure like, yo, you good out here. Don't worry about it. Or something like that. But knowing that my safety and the safety of my family is in danger. And the FBI are offering me protective custody to keep me safe. I would not turn it down. No logical person, I don't care what age you are, would turn it down. And thing about hip hop nowadays, he's gonna be able, be able to make music. So it's not really I'm not really too worried about it. Making music, this is what the agenda was. This is what we're trying to find out. We're trying to see can you tell and still have a successful rap career afterwards. But not just tell because numerous rappers have told. I've seen some of you guys' paperwork. <laughs> some of you guys are singing like canaries in that courtroom. Just not to the magnitude of 6ix9ine. But back to the skip and bail part or skip and protective custody part. Now, to any of you, does that make sense? That if you're in fear for your life and the fear of your safety, you're just going to deny protective custody? I don't care how street you think you are because you, you're not street no more. Everyone knows you, you told. You a rat. You you stamped now. You are a rat. We call it 6 9 in now. Because you fuck both ends. Both y'all getting fucked. Everybody is. That's why it's 6 9 in now. It's snitch 9. <laughs> he, successful, he successfully coined that phrase. Snitching. At least until someone does it bigger. I don't see it happening no time soon, but you never know. But only reason I would feel confident in myself to not be in protective custody is if I already had them backing me in the first place. If I was already, no one messes with the FBI. No one messes with the cops either. If you're already a cop, you got nothing to worry about. Nothing changes for you. Because they're already watching your house. Because they look after their own. And you are their own. You're a confidential informant. You a cop. <laughs> That's just it. But these, this is what I pieced together. Based on this. Now anyone can make any assumption they want to. But once again these are my thoughts about the situation. But let's get into the. Let's get into the fact that governments sometimes use things like this to push agendas or push agendas aside. Governments. Now, I do think it's the government. Just throwing it out there. What's their overall goal or agenda? I do not know, and I don't want to get into it. <laughs> but the fact that the government is, any government is known to do this to push an agenda on a certain group of people. They gave the gays LGBTQ 
Because most of these organic little movements, people think, they're not organic. They've been given to you. Anything given to you is not yours. It's here. Here, have this. It'll make you feel good. You guys got a little piece now, too. You guys can say stuff now, too. Same with Black Lives Matter. If something's getting too much attention, oh, we got to push a different agenda on there. But that agenda is just to, to kind of smoke screen us from our real agenda. What they're, what Whoever this is actually planning is probably a lot deeper than what I can even think of. But um, these are just my thoughts on the situation. Um, once again, it's a little different take than, you know, normally, you know, relationships and self-improvement as I've never, as I normally like post. And I want to thank you guys for listening and, uh, tuning in. Please feel free to message me about what you believe that this is actually about. Um, this is B-Snow signing out. Good morning. Good evening. Good night.